And, and I 
I know he's, he's going to do great things. I'm trying to put the bus together as I do this. I know I came in and disrupt the whole service, but God's, God's got it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You know, I can hardly hear. My whole head's stopped up. My body is hurting so bad. I'm breaking out in sweats. I'm not. I'm just telling you. I got out of bed. I was up all night. And I broke straight here right now. Praise God. And my kids were like, Dad, what are you wrong with you? I said, I've got to get to the church. I've got to preach. i got to do it. It's not like I can't trust somebody to do it. I was looking forward to saying, and I still will look forward to hearing him, what he's got to say. But there's something that needs to be said today. I said, just prepare just in case. I'm going to read Ephesians uh, 6. By the way, as I walked in, my gosh, no matter if we have 15 people or 5 people on the platform, we're blessed, church. So and then mixing it so well and it sounded so beautiful in here. Blessed church. I, I will tell you and just tell all myself, but today was the first day I was late to church. <laughs> and, and I'll just be honest, I don't know how you would be late to church. Why would you want to miss the beginning? Like, I feel like I'll miss out on stuff. When you just scroll in late after 10 30. Church starts at 10 30, not 10 40, not 10 35. Yeah, real quiet. But when I, when I realize that when I come in late, I've already missed out on so much. I missed out on tithing off from my opportunity to get. I missed out on my praise to, to gather the saints and lift it up real high. I missed out on so much and it ain't it. And I'm trying to catch up. Don't, don't miss out. Man, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. But come early. Come, come, come early. I, I encourage you this next year to get here Get here early. Get here before 10. Come up in here and sit down and pray. See what God has to say for this service this year. Don't just come and consume, come and contribute. God, we want you more. Don't just come early. It's always open. We're here early. Come and pray. That, 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 I guess that would be my heart. I'm getting ready to finally be strong. Be strong in the Lord. And in his mighty power, put on the full armor of God so that so that you can stand against all the devil's schemes. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against all the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the power of darkness of the world, against the spiritual forces of evil and heavenly realms. Therefore, put the full armor of God on, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, church, stand. Just stand. Let me read you another scripture. Psalms 1, 1 through 3. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the sea, scornful. But his delight 
is in the law of the Lord. In his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the river of water that brings forth its fruit in the season, whose leaves shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Amen. Shall prosper. Yes. Yeah. If I had a title, I would, I would, I would I just want to call it Stand Your Ground. Stand Your Ground. There's a grace that God gives us. We're so grace. And, and there's a grace to be grounded. God wants us grounded. God gives us to be stable, to stabilize us. And, and no matter what we encounter, there are certain values and certain ideas and concepts we never move away from. Say with me, church, because I'm going to need your help today. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I know we say bless you people with sneeze. But say with me, say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Can we settle on that? Can we settle on the fact that we're blessed? I'm blessed. You see, I see a lot of people that, that can't settle on it. They can't settle on the fact that they're blessed. Uh, they think being blessed is a condition. When in fact it's not, it's a position. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm blessed. That's what you've got to do in your soul. I'm blessed. See, if you don't understand that, there's a grace that God gives you to live, to move, and to function, church. There's a grace that God gives you. And sometimes there's sometimes that there were other people that should have got what you got. That should have got the position that you got. That should have got the job you got. Should have got the car you got. Should have got the girl you got. Should have got the man you got. There's other people who are more qualified than you in the position you're in right now. But there's a grace that God has given you to step into a situation because you're blessed. Amen. Somebody should have got what you got, but you're blessed. Thank you. right. You're blessed. You're blessed. And what's crazy is you're standing in grace right now. What's your name this song you're flipping? You're standing. I'm standing. This is where I'm at. I'm standing in grace. I'm blessed. There's grace over my life. That's the stuff you gotta start speaking to yourself. God will give you a blessing. That it said in the word that your leaf will not bear. You're blessed, church. You're going to be stronger than ever before. You'll be just as strong years from now that you are right now. You're blessed. Even though people hate them and try to destroy you and say it won't last, 
God puts a grace over your life. He puts a grace over your life, church. Some of you are walking in grace right now. Right now. That doesn't make any sense. Right now. It's some crazy grace right now. His grace is so good. It does so much. You got grace in your life, church, amen? Amen. I just want you to understand that. That's what blessed means. I've got grace in my life. It makes crooked paths straight. It opens doors. It makes a way. It's grace in my life. It's grace in my life that brought me here. It's grace in my life that walked me to the doors today. It's grace in my life that brought me back to her home in the end. Come on, church, we've got grace. When the Bible says blessed, blessed and grace are unchangeable. Noah was blessed, but the Bible says it this way, that Noah found grace in the eyes of God. How many of y'all know we're walking in grace, church? We're walking in it. You just got to believe it. I'm going to show you something. Blessed could not be a condition because the Bible says, Blessed is the man who walked not in the counsel of the ungodly. That's what it says in Psalm 1. Not in the counsel of the ungodly. So that means he's blessed in the midst of ungodliness. And if he has the option to walk in the counsel of the ungodly, he's blessed in the presence of the ungodly. Confusion and controversy, he's still blessed. See, some people don't recognize. You gotta hear this, church. They, they don't recognize that grace over their life because problems are in their life. They don't recognize the grace because of the problems they face in their lives. They're waiting for grace that negates their problems. And you might say, oh, as soon as it all works out, I'm going to stop into a divine favor of God. I'll say this, you're wrong. That's not how it works. Whether it never works out, you're still walking in divine favor. You're still walking in supernatural favor. The presence of trouble does not destroy the potential for tribes. You have to triumph in the presence of evil and craziness. You have to triumph in the presence of confusion. And when all hell breaks loose. And when they're barking at you and they're saying all kinds of stuff. And they're trying to destroy you. But because you're focused, I'm still walking in grace. I'm still walking in grace. There'll be a season in your life that you'll show the grace of God. By the things he did for you, the doors he opened, the ways he made. There'll be a season in your life that God will grace you, that his grace will be proven by the fire you went through. His grace will be proven by the fire 
you went through. You will prove the grace over your life because you walked through something that was seven times hotter than it ought to have been. In fact, the people who tried to pull you in got burned up in that fire. And there you were walking around in something that should have destroyed every part of you. Anyone else would have lost their mind. Anyone else would have had a nervous breakdown. Anyone else would have thrown in the town. And it's not that you didn't feel it. And it's not that you might not have even tried to think that. And it's not that the enemy didn't try to talk you out of it. Every time the enemy was trying to burn you, grace got a hold of you. Grace got all around you. Grace got a hold of your life. Grace covered you up. Grace protected you. You walk in grace, church. I don't know if you need to hear what I'm saying, but you're walking in grace. Thank you, Lord. The fire is everywhere. The bills are everywhere. The sickness is everywhere. The pain is everywhere. But you're still walking around in grace. Yeah. I'm blessed. Shall I bless? to jump out of this year. Yeah. I'm blessed. Yes. yes. I'm blessed going in. I'm blessed going out. I'm blessed going out of 23. I'm blessed going in 24. I'm blessed. I'm Guess what? Tomorrow's going to be a better day. Next year's going to be a better day. I'm going to feel better next year. I'm blessed. I'm blessed going in. Blessed. I'm still here. I'm standing in grace. Amen. Blessed is the man. Some other translations say, blessed is the one. It's a perspective thing. The man it's not about just a man or a woman. Blessed is the man. <coughs> blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. Why can't we start our day like that? Why can't we start our day like that? For blessed the wake up in the morning, blessed is the man. Blessed is the woman. How are you? Oh, no, 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 I'm just not. I'm blessed. Yes. Remember my dad would say that. I'm, I'm blessed and highly flavored. <laughs> I know what flavor is all about. There he is. I'm blessed. Do I not feel good? Every time I talk, my back is aching. Absolutely, my back's passing right now. Absolutely, but I'm blessed. I'm here. I'm standing. I'm alive. This ain't gonna stop me. They have no trying. It ain't gonna happen. I'm blessed. Is it the worst that ever hit my entire family? Absolutely, but I'm blessed, and I'm standing, and I stand on the word of God, and I teach my kids the word of God, and I will hold on to the word of God, and our trials are gonna define our future. I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? We're blessed. Don't just slow down and slumber in it. Get up. Yeah, I know we don't feel good at times and stuff. I'm just talking about, but you still got to get up. Because you're blessed. You're blessed. 
I'm blessed because who I am in Christ. Like I said on that, that whole Bible read, who I am in Christ. God is my Father and I walk by faith. My companions of mercy and grace, they will follow me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm blessed. step over your position and say you're blessed you're blessed you're blessed when we know there's a grace in your life that's one thing I want you to know that, that God has graced us that's the, the thing I need you to know at the gate when you're graced you can understand that you can keep moving no matter what you face like I said it's not a it's not a temporary thing. It's a position. It's not based on if I'm graced and blessed because of this good thing. It's because no matter what I face, I'm still graced and blessed because who He is. So I'm, I'm, I'm graced. I'm blessed. The second thing I want you to know is, is that you've got to guard. You have to be in, on guard over the grace. That just because you're graced doesn't mean you have to be guarded. You still have to be guarded. You have to be guarded because you're graced. The first thing it tells the, the blessed man is what not to do. When you read that scripture in Psalms, the, the first thing it tells him is what, what not to do. It doesn't tell him what to do. Before it tells them what not to do. Everybody wants to hear what blessed people do. But the real power is what you don't do. Hear me. The real power is what you don't do. Grace must be guarded. Say it with me. Grace must be guarded. Grace must be guarded. I'm saying it so we can get it in our soul. We're going into 2024. And grace must be guarded. You don't let anyone in it. It's got to be guarded. You don't try to put everybody into it. You don't try to make them see it. You don't even tell everybody about it. It's got to be guarded. Your grace for 24 has to be guarded. In other words, God said, for He is getting ready to do in your life, you have to shut your mouth. For what He's trying to do and getting ready to do in 24, you have to shut your mouth. I know that's kind of proof. I know that's kind of rough. Rude. I'm going to give it to you like you gave it to me. Your grace must be guarded. Quit talking so much. You're not guarding the grace that is in you. God begins to open the door. 
You can't say anything. You can't pick up the phone and call anyone. You can't put it on Facebook. You can't put it on Twitter. You can't put it on Instagram or Snapchat and all this stuff. God's getting ready to open up a secret to you. You've got to guard it. It's your secret. He's getting ready to make a way for you. Your grace must be guarded. Who walks not in the council? This is what the scripture said. Who walks not in the council? This is no time to walk in the council of the ungodly. I thought to myself, when he's talking about the council of the ungodly, so you've got to guard the grace. And, and when he's talking about walking in the council of the ungodly, you 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 picture the ungodly like trolls that are always at you, or or, or wicked people, witches, enemies, all kinds of ungodly. But let me tell you, the council of the ungodly can be church people too. Amen. Can be church people. We're so easy to just say everything and anything. And we're not protecting it. He's giving you a secret in a secret place. And we're just throwing it out there like it's no big deal. What are you doing? 2024. 20, Walk in grace. Be blessed. But guard it. Stand to your ground. Your ground. Yes. And stand firm in it. It can't be church people. Let me prove it to you. What makes the counsel of the ungodly what it is. When it says not to walk in the counsel of the ungodly. It's just not talking about not listening to people who are living room. It's talking about receiving counsel from people who don't line up with your purpose. You have to protect them. Quit sharing stuff with people that don't need it. They want an ear for it because they got an opinion, but you've got to protect it. You prove it to <clears throat> Peter was trying to protect Jesus from being crucified. He was ready to fight and protect Jesus from going to the cross. Judas had sold him out for 30 pieces of silver. Peter was trying to save Jesus' life. Jesus calls Judas a friend. Jesus calls Judas his friend because of what Judas did escalated his purpose. Jesus calls Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Even though you're doing something you think is good and it feels good for you, it is in the counsel of the ungodly because what you're trying to do does not line up with my purpose. 
Mm. So stop telling me what you would do if you were me. Nothing. You can mean well and sit me wrong. Protect the grace. Protect what God has given you. Protect what He's trying to tell you. Be cautious who you talk to Him. It could steer you wrong. Because too many times we want that so bad. And we long for that from some people in our lives. Just to feel the acceptance and feel like we've got a relationship. But you're in the wrong. We've got to give you a secret between you and Him. Protect it. Protect it. What a crazy story. You end up walking in the council of the ungodly because the ungodly are often walking in the road of friendship. Woo. I'm going to say it again. The ungodly are often walking in the road of friendship. Sometimes it's wrapped up in friendship. Sometimes it's wrapped up in uh, the need of wanting to help guide them. You just got to be cautious. That's why there's discernment. That's why God gives you stuff. That's why He starts laying and saying, you've got to be careful. Because some stuff is just meant to just be in that, in that waiting game. That, that's that stuff that's stirred inside of you that you got to be careful who you tell because you don't want it to be exposed just yet because you will let God expose it when it's time. It'll get to be birthed when it's time. It doesn't need to be pre-birthed that it's under somebody else's condition. Only God can release something to you. And I believe if you can just protect what God has given you in 24, you're going to watch something released in your life that's going to be unreal. And guess what it's going to do? It's going to help lift up the, the, the local church. It's going to lift up Jesus. It's going to, it's going to benefit everything. He's so good. He's so good. God often uses storms to bless you. You hear what I'm saying today? He uses storms to bless you. Sometimes you don't need to be comforted. I know that's hard for some people to feel because there's people that are so needy, they, they, they suck. I get that. There is a balance. But sometimes you don't need comfort. Sometimes you need... You don't need something to, to work out just right. Sometimes you don't need anybody to protect you. Sometimes you just got to get on in the fire. Sometimes you just got to jump in the fire. Even if he does or he doesn't, I will not bow to you. Sometimes you just got to get in the fire. Though he slay me, yet I still don't trust in him. You just got to get in. God says, I don't want you to walk in the counsel of the ungodly. I don't want you to stand in the way of sinners. I don't want you to stand in the way of sinners. Basically, I don't want your weakness to be something the devil uses for other people to 
scribble. I'll say it again. I don't want your weakness to be something the devil uses for other people to trip over. Oh man, I feel like I lost him in that one. Glory. I don't want you to stand in the way of sinners. Won't you look at somebody and say it's time to clean it up? Come on, it's okay to look at this church. It's time to clean it up. Your lifestyle, it's time to clean it up. Your character, it's time to clean it up. Your tongue, it's time to clean it up. Your mood, it's time to clean it up. Some of the reasons you had a difficult time getting your children to be saved is because they saw too much out of you. Thank <laughs> you. 
anything so bad. You've got to release it. You can't take that in your 24. That can't go with you. God's trying to do something great for you. Whatever you've got to do, whoever you've got to forget, whatever you've got to climb over, for where God is getting ready to take you, you can't afford to be better. Hear me again. You can't afford to be better in 2024. You can't afford it. The moment it starts to sit on your soul, you need to shake yourself loose from it. No, I'm blessed. I'm not bitter. I'm blessed. I'm not bitter. I'm not angry. Because what happens is it changes your behavior. It changes your your, your function. Whether you see it or not, other people see it. You've got to choose to walk in the, 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 the grace of God. Walk in His favor. Not always upset. Point your finger. Because what has it done for you complaining and being negative and bitter? Besides loose sleep, anxiety, set you in this state of nothing that's going to be good enough. You know why it's good enough? Because He's good enough. That's why it's good enough. You've got to walk in the 24. With no bitterness. And I don't know what that looks like to you today. When you're looking deep in your soul. And you, you in this, this service. And you get to your family. And you do your, your thing tonight. And you just be with your family. I would take a deep look and pray. God, whatever's inside of this soul. That doesn't line up with your word. Or with you. I need to be gone before I step foot in the 2024.
Is, is, is maybe your home life just feeling uneasy and feeling compressed? That's fine. Are you blessed? Yeah. You have everything you need? You have your family? Good? Yeah. Does things happen? Absolutely. They happen. I'm blessed. You can't afford to go backwards. You can't afford to do it. You can't afford to do it. You just need to tell the devil what ain't worth it. I ain't going back. It's all good. I got this, devil. You can't have it. You've got to stand your ground, church. That's the reality. You have to stand your ground. It's just as simple as wiping your hands up and say, devil, I got this. You can't have it. But we can't get strong enough in our soul or we're mad enough to say, you know what, I'm sick and tired of the devil trying to take ground. I'm standing my ground and he ain't crossing this line anymore. I'm tired of it. We can wipe your hands up and throw it down and say, I'm done, I'm going to go there. When is enough enough when you're, you got to fight you so well that you're just like, listen, you ain't going to pass me. I'm not, I'm not budging. I'm not budging. Psalm 1, uh, the back end, I want to just read a little bit of this, 1 through 3. Blessed is the man who walks in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of the sinner, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But he delights in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted. I saw it. He should be like a tree planted. I've got to get to this. I've got to get to this, this back end here. He said for what God is trying to do in your life, you must be grounded. Now I know you adults understand what grounding means. Because you've released grounding to your children. And forgot that you was released grounded from your parents too. Oh, you're grounded. As adults in this room, how many of you been grounded for real? Come on, do I act like you was a kid? Grounded is not a fun thing. You're grounded. That means you get this, this, and this, and this, and this. See, what God's trying to say is God's trying to ground you. I'm trying to tell you, here's what God says. I'm trying to ground you deep rooted in you. I'm trying to ground you. Because too many times what happens when you're grounded for real? You lose the it says that you lose your freedom because you're, you're always doing this and that and then the parents come in and say, no, you're grounded to this. Ooh. See, what, what you got to realize is what God's trying to do isn't trying to discipline you. He's trying to grow you. If you can take your roots deep, He can take you higher. But too many people want to uproot themselves because it doesn't go their way so they take the basketball or a little toy from the park and go on somewhere else. And they've lost everything they've ever had. And they went trying to go deep with God and wonder where they are. Running around. How many people have left the church just because they uprooted themselves and they didn't get the way? Holy cow. How many people lost marriages because they didn't get the way? Just uprooted themselves and left and didn't fight for it? <coughs> Friendships? When you take your little ball and leave the park. But guess what? Your true colors will show when you uproot yourself and leave. It's not your brain. It's sad. But God's trying to say, I want you to be grounded. 
Guess what he does? He waters. Guess what else he does? He prunes. Nobody likes to prune. But if you keep fighting the pruning process, you're going to still stay dysfunctional. Yeah. But you've got to release yourself so he can prune you so your branches can grow the proper way. He wants you grounded. I need you to be grounded. See, what you got to do in church, and this is the problem that we're happening, that's happening, and I'm seeing it a lot, because people are jumping to the next best thing. They'll read something online, they'll see something, somebody will say a word, and everybody's running around jumping to this, jumping to that, going from here, going to there, jumping over to here, jumping to that. Running around, and nobody's grounded because they're just grabbing on the stuff. And God's like, I just want your roots to go deep. Quit listening to everything around you. When are you going to stop and just be grounded? I don't know if you're hearing me, what I'm trying to say today. But you've got to stop doing this, and doing that, and doing this, and doing that over there, and doing this over there, and chasing that over there, and going over there, and trying to grab that over there. You're still like a tumbleweed, not grounded. I don't know if you realize in 2024 what God's trying to do, but I promise that everybody in this room will be grounded. I promise you will grow further than you ever think you could grow. He will give you the things you need to, to have. Now listen, I don't know if you've ever planted stuff. Let's just say, you know, tomatoes and apples and all those things, okay? I didn't see it when you, when you put it in the ground that all of a sudden it's just... Wow, but it's tomato. I just planted it yesterday. Wow, look at this apple. Does it take time? Yeah. Does it go through seasons? Yeah. If you can stay grounded no matter what, you know that you're blessed by staying grounded because you know who the gardener is, he's going to do something amazing. He's going to do something amazing. Quit running from and quit going here. Every three months you're doing this and you got your mind on that and you're sharing this. And I've never in my life seen so much on social media of everybody sharing what everybody else is saying. And trying to hold on to it. You're not even grounded. You're barely in the in the in the dirt. And when the strong wind comes, you get blown over. God's trying to get you deep rooted. He's trying to plant you so deep. So that you can do something great. Do you realize even in the local church, God's trying to plant you so that you can help elevate the local church to help bring people, more people to Jesus? But people are so scared to get stinking rooted and deep rooted in the church. It's unreal. Because they feel like if I don't have the responsibility, I don't have to do anything. But listen, there comes a time when God is trying to do something, not just being a consumer of the church, but being a contributor. That means you get your feet deep in the dirt. And you get grounded and you get stable and you see what God has in store for you. And guess what else does it do? It will do that to your family at home. It will, it will do that in all areas. Then you're not wishy-washy and compromising with your family and your kids. You are grounded in God because you're blessed and you're graced. You know the gardener has your best interest. Can't do that anymore. And I'll say it like this: you're moving around is penciling your blessing. I didn't say it is, so you can hear me. I don't know if my voice is. Your moving around is canceling your blessing. If you need to understand why it ain't happening, because you keep moving around. Quit moving. 
Say steady. Say still. Say still. I guess the Lord would say this. Stand and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand and see the salvation of the Lord. He's wanting to use you. You've got to be grounded. You have to be grounded in your faith. You've got to be grounded in your Christian behavior. You've got to be grounded in the Word of God. You've got to be grounded. You've got to be grounded. Tell somebody, you've got to be grounded. Be grounded. Be grounded. I'm going to ground myself. You're coming to a season that you're going to be grounded. That you're going to stand there and be grounded. You can't get up. You can't get up and out of it just because it's raining. You can't get up out of this as you're grounded just because it doesn't go your way. You can't do it just because it's snowing, just because of the bad time, just because winter, spring, summer, or fall. You've got to be grounded. You've got to put God right in the place He belongs, in the center of it all. God, put me here, and I'm not moving anywhere. That's the stuff you get to say to your God, put me here, and I'm not moving, no matter what. No matter what somebody says, no matter who pushing and swaying this way, I'm directed by God. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go to this house. I'm going to go this place. I'm not going to go over there. If it's just because it's in my emotional state, I'm going to be able to led by the Spirit of God and only by the Spirit of God because I'm grounded. I'm grounded in God. I will stand my ground where He is grounded me. I will stand my ground. In fact, you've got to be grounded. In fact, you have to do what? You have to put on the bell of truth. You've got to put on the breastplate of righteousness, the gospel shoes of peace. You've got to pick up that shield of faith. You've got to put on the helmet of salvation. You've got to grab the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And you've got to look and be ready to just stand. But God says you're not going anywhere. I'm putting all this up, but you're not going anywhere. You need the whole armor just to be able to stand. Amen. When you've done all that you can, just stand. I need you to get dressed with the armor so you can stand. I got on all this stuff just so I can stand. The storm is rising in my life. I gotta stand. I've got my sword. I've got to stand. I've got my shield so I can stand. I put on my helmet so I can stand. I'm dressed and ready for the enemy so I can stand. I can stand against the devil so I can stand firm. I've got dressed to tell the devil, guess what, devil? You can't have it. I'm going to stand. You can't have my family. I'm going to stand. You can't have my house. You can't have my children. You can't have my health. You can't have my, my peace. I'm grounded. Church, I'm grounded. Amen? Yeah. Come on, church. Rise and shine. I'm grounded. It, it's just not like, it's just not something you're hearing me say. 
today is something you've got to get in your soul and not enough. Like, like you get that extra crazy adrenaline to pick up the garments that's messed up somebody in your family. You've got to get mad enough to say, I'm standing. You ain't taking my family like that. You ain't taking my life. You ain't taking my health. I'm dressed to stand. 2024, you better watch out, devil, because I'm standing right here and I'm not moving. That's where we gotta be, church. We gotta get strong enough. I know that some people just like to hear, oh, bless me, you can't kind of mess this, but you in the wrong house today, because I'm telling you right now, there's a fight out there, and God's looking for somebody to stand up and say, I'm not moving. I'm tired of the way folks are going. I'm tired of all the messages. I need to stand for what's right. And so while the promise still stands, we gotta stand with it. That's the reality of the whole thing. Anybody else around here in this room? I'm standing right here. Can you wait somebody up next to you? Tell them I'm standing right here. Tell me, real quick. I'm standing right here. Right here. Now, now you said it. Now you spoke that into existence. Let's see what happens next week. I'll be right here. You better turn and look again. Make sure you're still standing. What I'm saying is you got to live it out. See, the problem we have too many times with church and Christian is people want to hear it but don't want to be doers because if they're doers, they have a responsibility and they don't want they don't, they want to play ignorant and not hear it because then they have to realize there's a responsibility to my action. There's a responsibility. There's a responsibility. There's a responsibility to, to this whole... <laughs> It's holy water. It's water. I'll tell you. You know what's funny about that? Is God's trying to do it. You know what I mean? I, I know that was an accident that hit my face. But what is he trying to search to do? He just wants to break it open. Can't he really strong? For real. He just wants to bust that open. Does it have to be in order? Like so much that, oh my God, but what he's trying to do spiritually is open it up. That's what you to that's what you have. I'm 
there or not. I just know he is coming. Yeah. I just got to stand here. I just got to know. <laughs> That's what he said. I'm going to stand until it's over. I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand until something happens. I'm going to stand until the door's open. I'm going to stand until that prophecy is fulfilled. I'm going to stand until mercy and truth catch up with me. I'm going to stand until that blood pressure comes down. Be grounded, be steadfast, unmoving, 
bravo. Now look at this. I'm almost finished. I'm going to read this last part. The enemy is trying to fight you off your ground. Because he's after your ground. The Bible says never give place to the devil. Literal meaning, either give territory to the enemy. Literal meaning to it is stand your ground. He's after your ground. The enemy is after your ground. Don't give a place to the enemy. Do not give him a place. That means on the deed, it's yours. Do you hear what I'm saying? The deed says it's yours. You have to stand your ground. Listen to what God told the children of Israel. I have given you the land to possess it. If you give me land, why do I need to possess it? God said I have decreed into you on the deed. See, when there's a deed, it's yours. On the deed, it's yours. It's yours in heaven. You will have to take it on the earth realm. And the reason you're going to be able to take it on the earth realm is because it's yours in the heavens. I don't know if that's too deep for you, but there's a deed with your name on it. You've got to stay in the ground and possess it. All earth, as it is in heaven, it's yours. You've got to take it. Why wouldn't you take something that belongs to you? Why would you let the enemy play with something that's yours? Taunt you with something that's already yours? The enemy's trying to take your ground. What are you going to do about it? It's already mine. Say it's already mine. To the devil don't know it. But it's already mine. The enemies after you run, you gotta stand it. Stand your ground. 